Welcome to the Wonder Boldly podcast hosted by yours truly, Christine, founder of Drizzle Academy. I am going to encourage and motivate you to take action towards your big goals. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned from building a very successful 25-year career, coaching people, and starting my own online business. I am going to give you so many action items, you are going to be able to wonder boldly. Hey, hey, hey! I am so happy you are here. Thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing to my podcast. If you haven't yet, please remember to hit that subscribe button. It helps me and you will automatically receive the newest edition of my podcast when it's released. Okay, today's episode, as I have promised to you, each episode is going to be jam-packed with action items you can implement right away. Today's episode is no different. So grab that pen and paper and let's dive in. Today's topic is around feeling like you never have enough time to get things done or that time is flying by and you can't believe so much time has passed. The thing is, we all have the same amount of time to work with and we are all really busy people. And I know if you are here listening to my podcast, it is because you have big goals and you are a doer. Yay you. People like us can get a lot done and are always thinking of new ideas and have our eyes and ears always on alert for something to challenge ourselves, accomplish and create. As we know, this can lead to overwhelm in deciding what to do next and what is most important. The good news is I have proven strategies to help with analysis paralysis and overwhelm. I will dive into all of that in future episodes. But for today, we are starting from a point where you know your goals and priorities and need to find strategies to help you achieve them. Now, there is a lot of great advice out there about delegating, hiring VAs, and etc. But that is not what I am going to cover today. I am going to give you strategies that you can implement starting right now to gain chunks of time back in your day so you can focus on your goals. Get that pen and paper ready. Here we go. Number one, touch something once. What does this mean? This means when you decide to take an action, see it through as far as you can in that moment. For example, when you get the mail from the mailbox, process it then. If there are bills, put them where you pay bills. If there are flyers that you do not read, put them immediately in the recycle bin. This saves time because instead of getting the mail from the mailbox and then putting it all in one spot, then having to go back and sort through it again, now that pile is so much higher and it's gonna take so much more of your time. This approach takes care of it right then and there. Now I understand using bills as the example, 
You're not necessarily going to sit down right then and there and pay your bills. That's okay. You're going to have one spot for your bills, and we're going to talk about that. You'll put them there, and you'll address them in the time you've allocated to pay your bills. Okay? Got it? Let's move on. Number two, one place for everything. So like I just said, you're going to have one place for your bills. I love this one. Think about how much time over a week you spend looking for lost items, looking through a stack of mail. Ugh, this drives me crazy when I do this. The thought of it just irks me so much because I know it's so much wasted time. Over the years, I am sure I have spent considerable time looking for my keys, looking for my phone, looking for my glasses. Oh, the list goes on and on. The strategy here is that everything should have a spot and you put the item in that spot. The other very important thing is only one spot, not two or three or more. What I mean by this is you have to have all of your mail in one spot, all of your soap in one spot. I have been guilty of this so many times. The multiple places that I have stored things. An example is shaving cream. If you're like me, when you buy items, you typically buy more than just one for fear of running out. When you store them, It seems the best place to store is where you use the item. And yes, if you can do that, I agree with that 100%. The problem with this is, for some of us, we may not have the storage capacity in that area. So what we do is put one or two, say under the sink, and then store the rest in the linen closet. The problem with this approach, when it comes to time management, is that you have to take a bit of extra time to get a sense of if you are running low or have run out. Picture this, I need a can of shaving cream. Okay, I check under the sink, which has other things there as well. I don't see it there, so I go to the linen closet. Hmm, I don't see any there. Then I think, well, wait a minute, maybe it fell behind something under the sink? So I go back to look there, back and forth, back and forth. What a waste of time. So I no longer do this. Every item has one spot. So I just need to go to that one spot and look really good. If it's not there, I know I've run out and there's no other place to check. Full transparency, I give myself a pass on toilet paper. You know, you want that close by. Enough said. Okay, number three. Get rid of those email subscriptions that don't serve you anymore. I don't need to say it, you know how much time you waste an email. The next time you are going through your mail, take that extra time to gain back time in your future by unsubscribing to all those emails that no longer serve you. Now, of course, not mine. If you are on my email list, believe me, you want to keep getting my email and freebies to propel you forward towards your goal. And if you are not on my list, you can go to my website to sign up. Okay, okay, I digress. Enough shameless self-plug. You get the point. 
unsubscribe to those emails. You don't need them. They just take up time, take up space. Okay, number four. This is about email again, but a little bit more specific. This falls under the touch it once rule as well. Please, I beg of you, do not use the snooze option in Gmail. Now, of course, there's exceptions to everything. There is an exception to this, but keep it minimal because when this came along for me, I was like, oh, yes, finally, I can manage my email so much better. I'll just snooze things to the next day or the next week, and it'll be like so, so good, and I'll be so organized. Yeah. It didn't take long before I was overwhelmed every morning in my inbox with real-time mail and mail that I had snoozed to come in the next day. Bad, bad, bad. If there is a piece of mail that you can't work on at that moment, either don't open it or better yet, schedule it in your calendar to process it at a designated date and time. Oh, don't worry. We will get into schedules on a future podcast. I can't wait to talk schedules. For right now, number four, don't snooze the Gmail. If you're using another service and it has a similar option, you get the point. Touch it once, deal with it then. If you can't deal with it at that time, schedule it. All right, here we go. Number five, the 20-minute list. Create a list of tasks that get you closer to your goal and that each one takes less than 20 minutes. So when you have a work meeting that was scheduled for an hour but only takes a half an hour, you have that extra time that you can grab your list and get something accomplished. Write down on a piece of paper things that you know will take less than 20 minutes and you typically spend more time thinking about them than they actually take to get done. So this isn't necessarily creative task because for us creatives, we know to get in the flow, it takes time, and once you're there, you really don't want to interrupt that flow. If you're doing something creative, it's not always best to have to stop. Sure, there are some exceptions if you have those tackle those in those 20 minute increments. This would be things more like email to check in with a client or cutting up those vegetables so you have a quick snack ready to go. Maybe even doing some meditation or yoga. I have a list that I send to my email subscribers to get your creative juices flowing of 20 things that you could get done each under 20 minutes. Okay, there you have it five strategies to gain back more time. This is going to help you get closer each day to accomplishing your milestones and your big goals. One last thing, this is kind of a quirky tip. I'm gonna share it with you here because it is a time saver. Now, a little bit about me. I get distracted very easily. I know that about myself. I shut off my notifications, I shut off my phone, I turn off Gmail so I can focus. 
But if I am creating material and typing a document, I can get distracted in that work itself. You know what distracts me? Are those little squiggly lines that tell me I've misspelled something or that something is grammatically incorrect. Now, fixing those in the moment, one might say, well, you should fix them in the moment because you don't have to then go back. And it's really simple, quick, and easy. And of course, you can do that. But if you're like me, and I know a lot of you are, you want whatever you're working on to be perfect. So I get distracted, I see those squiggly lines, and then I start rereading my document. And then I question, oh, did I really wanna say that here? Or maybe I'll rework that. So again, correcting the typos isn't the issue. The issue is, as I correct them, I start rereading my document and then start rethinking what I wrote and maybe start reworking it. This is not efficient. The tip, I take off my glasses. Now, in my day, they taught typing, and I can type without looking at the keyboard and looking at my screen. So in order to leverage this tip, you need to be able to type without looking at your keyboard. If you can do that, or if you don't wear glasses, just look above, have a focal point above your screen and just type away and just let the words flow out onto the screen. And then at the designated time when you're going to go back and proofread, you're gonna do it anyways. You can correct those spelling errors. And then if that is the right time and you do wanna rework something, you can, but you're not stopping and starting again over and over. Okay, I know that's kind of quirky. Yeah, that's me, but it really does help. That's it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. Please head over to Instagram to follow me there at Drizzle Academy. And if you want more of these types of strategies and so much more around reaching your goals, you definitely want to get on my email list. You can go to my website, drizzleacademy.com and sign up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and want to share it, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, continue to wonder boldly.